Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajim Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all for your attendance. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us all to be of great benefit and to allow us all to comprehend and understand and may he make us of those who enter Jannah insha'Allah without any recompense. Brothers, just be patient with me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you all. Alhamdulillah, I've got a bit of a cold. Alhamdulillah, it's not COVID, so no one needs to stress. But um, my voice is a bit changed. Now, we're continuing from the last lecture that I did here. And we did the Ten Commandments in Surah Al-An'am. <clears throat> and we went through one to nine. And insha'Allah today, we'll be going through the Tenth Commandment. And subhanAllah, the commandments that Allah Ta'ala has put through, or every single commandment that Allah Azza wa Jal has placed or has ordained, is an important commandment. However, you have some preceding the other. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in the Ten Commandments, He orders us not to associate any partners with Him, and that is the most important of commandments, and to be good to our parents, and not to kill you know, uh, not to kill our children, that's another th- third commandment, uh, to yani, be, deal justly, to be just, not, do not kill the children out of fear of poverty, and etc. And we've spoken about all of them except for the last one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Surah Al-An'am, in the Ten Commandments that He gives, in the last one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he says, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبُلِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about in the commandments, He says that this is my path. It's my path and it's a straight path. So follow it and do not follow any other paths. For you will be led astray and you will be deviated from your religion. And this is very important because everyone knows that they should worship Allah Azza wa Jal alone and not associate any partners with Him. Yet people still fall into shirk. They fall into associating partners with Allah Azza wa Jal knowingly and unknowingly. Some people do certain actions not knowing that these actions are actions of shirk. And I was mentioned, subhanAllah, I mentioned that in my khutbah today. I mentioned that, subhanAllah, you find some people, they do actions not knowing that these actions are actions of shirk. Or they do actions thinking they're part of the religion, not knowing that they're not part of the religion. Or they do actions attributing them to the religion, not under, knowingly and unknowingly, that these things are not part of the religion. So when Allah Ta'ala commands us to follow His path, and let me tell you how important it is to be on the straight path, to follow the correct path. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the greatest surah in the Quran, what is the greatest surah in the Quran? Al Fatiha. It is the greatest surah in the Quran. It's known as Ummul Kitab, As-Sab'ul Mathani. 
This is the greatest surah in the Qur'an. It's so great, Allah Ta'ala made it part of every salah. Ordained it to be part of every salah. It's so important that without the Fatiha, there's no salah. As the Prophet says in the hadith, he says, there is no prayer for the one who does not recite Al-Fatiha or the one who does not recite Ummul Kitab. That's how important this surah is. Al-Fatiha is also called As-Salah. This surah, the name of this surah is also called As-Salah. Why? Because it's the whole surah, understand the whole surah, it is first, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin, Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'in. First, it's what? Glorifying Allah Azza wa Jal. Then, Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem. Sirat Al-Ladina An'amta Alayhim, Ghayri Al-Maghdubi Alayhim, Waladdalleen. The believer is asking Allah in Surah Al-Fatiha for what? He says, guide us to the straight path. The path whom will be taken by those who you have blessed. Sirat al-ladina an'amta alayhim. Ghayri al-maghdubi alayhim. Not the path of those who have earned your wrath. Waladdalin, nor the misguided ones. This is the only thing you ask for in al-Fatiha. And you read it every day. And you have to read it for the salah. And you're asking Allah to keep you on the straight path. What is so important about this straight path? I'll tell you what's important about this straight path. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my brothers, sent us messengers and prophets to do what? To call us to worship Him and worship Him alone. We know that. However, with these prophets and messengers, he sent criterias and he sent books and he sent us a way to follow. Our ummah, we're given the best. We're given the Quran and we're given the Prophet The best of books to be sent and the best of men, the best of messengers to be sent. We emulate and we follow him. And what he did. We don't innovate into the religion. We don't come up with things ourselves. We do not make new things into the religion. Like the Christians and the Jews and etc. We have one set of criterion. We have one messenger. We follow him. Which brings me to the next thing. The Prophet wasallam says. He says in... This hadith is collected in Sunan Abi Dawood. The Prophet ﷺ says, he says, whoever of you lives, and he's talking to the companions, but obviously, he said, whoever of you lives a long time will indeed see a great form of dispute. He will see a great deal of dissent. Yani he would start to see a lot of people disputing and branching off. You would find them disputing. I want to ask you something. If you were to read the Quran, can you dispute about the Quran? You can't. It's there. It's clear. If I give you something that's clear, you cannot dispute about it. But where does the, this disputing come? The disputing starts to enter when people veer off the text and they veer off the Sunnah. Why is there then so many ways 
when there is only one way. Yani, there's only one way to Allah Azza wa Jal. And that's the straight path, and that's the correct path. That is the only way to Him. You know, have you heard of that statement, God has many ways? Or to get to God, you have many ways? No, Habibi, you have one way. To get to God, there's one way. He's one God. You worship Him in the way He wants you to worship Him, and it's going to be one way. He sent you messengers, and to each nation sent a messenger. And our messenger is Muhammad. One messenger, one prophet, you follow his way. He sent you one book, you follow that way. So this is the importance of following this path. Prophet is saying, if any of you live for a while, and if any of you were to live long, they would see a lot of dispute. What are people disputing about? And how does the dispute come? It was narrated by Muawiyah radiallahu anhu. He said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam stood amongst us and he said, he says, those who came before you of the people of the book split into 72 sects. He says, and this ummah was split into 73. He says, 72 in hell and one in paradise. How many ways? One. He says this ummah is going to split into 73 sects. 72 of which are in hell. He says and one is in paradise. That's a... Yeah, if that in of itself is telling you, there's only one way. And he says that way is the jama'ah. They are the jama'ah. They are the main body of the Muslims. The main body of the Muslims would be, or is at all times, the jama'ah. And the scholars, the salaf mentioned, the jama'ah does not mean group. It does not mean, it does not necessitate having more number. Some of the salaf mentioned, they said that the jama'ah, even some of the sahaba, I believe, they said that the jama'ah, is the Qur'an and Sunnah even if you're alone. And if you are the only one that's upon the Qur'an and Sunnah, and everyone else is upon Bid'ah, you are the Jama'ah. Even though you're one. Because Jama'ah means a group. The Prophet ﷺ described them. He says, my Ummah was split into 73 sects, all of which, all of which are in the hellfire, Except for one. They said, who are they, O Messenger of Allah? He says, those who follow that which I and my companions are on. This is the Prophet ﷺ's hadith. He says, 73 sects. This ummah will split into 73. All of which are in the fire, except for one. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, who are they? He says, what I and those who... Follow me are upon. Yani what I, the Messenger وسلم, and those who follow that which my companions are upon. Who follows the Messenger وسلم, the best from this Ummah? The Sahaba. They're the best. They follow the Prophet وسلم, the best. Because even in this hadith, the Prophet وسلم, says, What I 
And those who follow my companions are upon. But what about those who curse the companions? Now you're told here if you follow his companions. He didn't say which companion. He says my companions. What about those who follow who curse the companions? What about the ones who disregard what the companions say and they go with what Fulan and Fulan says? Oh, this scholar said this. This shaykh said that, Habibi, but the Sahaba said this. We follow the Quran and Sunnah, but based on whose understanding? On whose understanding do we follow the Quran and Sunnah? My understanding? Your understanding? No. We follow it upon the understanding of those who were with the Prophet. And they understood it best from the Prophet. And they understood the religion more than we will ever understand the religion. And they knew what was wanted from them. And if they had a question, they had the Prophet to ask. If they needed something, they had the Prophet to rectify. This is the way of the Salaf. This is the path of Allah. It makes no sense that there's any other path that's clearer than this path. You believe in Allah and His Messenger. You follow Allah as His Messenger. How do we follow the Prophet of Allah? As the, uh, the Prophet of Allah? Allah Azza wa sent him to show us the way. So we follow him. How do we follow him? By what his companions followed him. By how they followed him. So it's important to understand, my brothers, that it is extremely important. It is of utter importance to follow the correct way of Islam. To follow the correct way. I think it was Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah who said he said that I don't know what is more of a greater blessing he says one being guided to Islam one being guided to Islam or one being guided to Islam but the proper understanding of Islam he says subhanallah I can't see which one is a greater blessing one being guided to Islam or one being on the correct path of Islam. Because you may have someone being guided to Islam and then veer off. You know, becomes Muslim but he, he adopts bid'i beliefs and he adopts Sufi beliefs or he adopts Habashi beliefs or he adopts Ash'ari beliefs. And that, is that the correct Islam? The Islam is one way. It's one way. Allah Ta'ala has given us one way. He's given us one book. He's given us one messenger. Some of you brothers are laughing. Wallahi, it is funny but not because how could you veer off the path when there's only one like, yani how could you choose another path or believe another path is clear when it's not? And adopt that path and actually believe that path and call to that path. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, talking to, talking to the Prophet, Say to them, This is my way, this is my doctrine, this is how I يعني, roll. 
Let's put it in a bit of street language. I call to Allah ala basira in a clear manner. I call to Allah in a manner that is clear, that's easy to comprehend, that's not ambiguous. It's clear. It's clear. The Prophet says in a hadith, he says, I have left you on the clear, um, illuminated path. It's night is like it's day. What does it's night is like it's day mean? It's night is like it's day means just as you can now. If, if I tell you, brother, get outside, is it night or day? What are you going to tell me? It's, it's so clear. And during the day, when you stand outside, I tell you, is it day or night? He's saying, this path that I've left you on is so clear, it's like it's night and it's day. Yani you would know, if you were to veer off the path, you would know. He says, لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك. And in another narration, إلا زائغ. He says, that none, no one, will veer off this clear path except one who is doomed. And in another explanation, he says, no one will veer off this path except for the one that wants to veer off the path. No one is on the straight path and goes, I want to be misguided. No one does that. No one does that. However, however, and one of our Mashaykh, may Allah have mercy on his soul, explained this perfectly. He says, I want you to imagine you're taking a path. And some of the tradies, some of the, would understand this. Hala, I want you to imagine you're drawing a line. And that's the path. He says, I want you to V one degree, one degree off. He says, as you're traveling, you're still pretty close. And he says, imagine now you were to hold a line and V one degree off. He says, for a while, they'll be very close. But what starts to happen? What starts to happen? They... After a while, they start separating. The gap becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. So you don't have to completely veer off the path. Some people, they will veer off the path in one manner. And, oh, alhamdulillah, look, wallah, alhamdulillah, his aqidah is good. That's what I was explaining to you before. Alhamdulillah, his aqidah is good. His manhaj is a bit of habibi. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't, the path is clear, the path is, is there, it's straight. Not who we were talking about, but I'm just saying. The path is clear, the path is straight, it's, 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 it's illuminated, it's, it's light. You cannot mistake it. It's there, it's, it's, the only one who wants to be, to be, to be led astray is the one who wants to be led astray. The only one who, who would go astray is the one who goes astray himself. You cannot be on the straight path and then Allah Ta'ala just leads you astray for no reason. You would veer. Just like Allah Ta'ala, if you want the truth, Wallahi, he'd open your eyes to the truth and you'd find it. Speak to many Muslim reverts or many brothers who were not on the deen. And Alhamdulillah, they're on the deen now. They'll tell you, SubhanAllah, when I wanted it, it came. 
Wallahi, when you wanted it, you can. Everyone, everyone wasn't on, on the proper Islam. And I remember when I was young and I'm growing up and oh, this will go. I should, I shouldn't I, but my life, but fun, but the, Wallahi, until one day I said no. And it just came. And I realized, I said, you know, you think it's hard, you think, but Wallahi, when you want something, Allah gives it to you, especially if it's something good. And if you want to be led astray, then Allah will allow you to be led astray. That's what Allah Ta'ala says. Whoever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whoever Allah allows to be led astray, none can guide. So the Prophet ﷺ talking about this path. So in these narrations, there's 73 sects. All are in the fire except for one. Allah Ta'ala is telling you, this is my path. Do not follow any other path, for you would be doomed. The Prophet ﷺ has one sunnah. Does he have a few different sunnah? He has one sunnah. He's one man. There's one belief, one aqidah. There's one doctrine of understanding. And that is the path of Allah Azza wa This is why in the Quran, Allah Ta'ala commands the Prophet to say, this is my path. I call to it in a clear manner. In a clear manner. And I call to this path in a clear manner. Not just me, not just the Prophet me and those who follow me Those who follow me Also call to this path In a clear manner Then he glorifies Allah and he says I am not from the mushrikeen And remember Remember Just a side note Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said Obviously the ones that are not following the path Are following what path? The path of innovation if you're not following the correct path, then you're following an innovated path. And he says, Rahimahullah ibn Taymiyyah in Majmu' al-Fatawa, he says, the sign of the people of Bid'ah is they do not follow the Salaf. Yani how do you know, and that's clear, but how do you know one is not following? How do you know one is, how do you know someone is from the people of innovation? You would just find. He does not follow the Salaf. He does not follow the earlier generations. And the Salaf starts with the Sahaba. The Salaf starts with the Sahaba. One does not follow how the Sahaba understood the deen, then he's a person of innovation. A person of innovation. So it's unclear how you find some people go, oh, this hadith that's talking about 73 sects, it's talking about the shirki sects, or it's talking about the major sects, and etc. There's a difference of opinion regarding are these 73 are these 73 these 73 sects which one of them is the jama'ah is this 73 sects is the ummah going to split into 73 different sects or is it going to split into 73 uh, like 73 is it going to split into 73 groups and each group has a has different sects or would it split into 73 sects and that's it? There's a difference of opinion. But, but, some of the scholars, or most of the scholars say, that it does not necessarily mean that the 73 that are in the fire, are in the fire eternally. He says for, and they said, is this talking about the sect, the shirki sects? Or is it talking about the sects that have not committed shirk? 
Meaning they, they've, 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 they've delved into their innovation, but they have not committed shirk. So they've differed. Some say no, it's regarding every single sect. They say it's regarding every single sect. Some of them will be for in the fire eternally because their, their bid'ah have led them to kufr. And some of them will, yani, some of them may be forgiven. But obviously the ones that this, their belief has led them to kufr. Why do we say they are in the fire eternally? For Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ أَيُّشْرَكَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Allah does not forgive the one who associates partners with him. Rather, he forgives every single sin, other sin, to whomever he wills. So if a person dies upon shirk, Allah will not forgive that. I'm not saying that. The Qur'an says that. It's not from me, it's from the Qur'an. Allah says, I do not give forgive shirk. But if a person repents for shirk, from shirk, then Allah will forgive him. But if a person dies upon that, then based on Allah Azzawajal's statement, Allah will not forgive him. So it's very important, my dear brothers, this understanding the path, wallahi, and, and asking Allah to keep you on the path. Now, what are the reasons one may veer off the path, and, the path? And we'll end with this. We said the one who wants to veer off, yani he actually begins to allow his desire to overcome or his intellect. Oh, no, nah, man, my intellect is... You know, and they give precedence. They give precedence to their brain over the texts. First of all, this person is abnormal. He's not normal. How can you give precedence to your brain over, you know, wahi? And the scholars have placed, and subhanAllah, there's so much in it. But when you want to start to utilize your intellect in matters, that your intellect will never really comprehend because you are incomplete. You are incomplete. And Allah Azza wa Jal is complete. You are immortal and Allah is mortal. You're not even at a point, point, point percent of the creation. How could you comprehend something? If it was left for us to comprehend, Allah would not have sent us messengers and prophets and books. Figure it out yourselves. But Allah Ta'ala, from His mercy, from His mercy sends us messengers, prophets, books, to show us the way, to show us the path. So my brothers, when you're reciting Al-Fatiha in your salah, every salah, understand my brothers, you're asking Allah to keep you, to guide you to the straight path. To make you from those who are upon the straight path. We'll keep it nice and short, inshaAllah. وأند هي بارك الله فيكم وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم may Allah سبحانه وتعالى bless you all my dear brothers and may he reunite us all in Jannah just as he united us here today بارك الله فيكم والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته this program was presented by Al Bayan Radio the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah